Hi, everyone. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath, and welcome to my weekly Torah thought for the Torah portion of Vayakel. This week's Torah portion really got me thinking about how much I miss us really being together as a community in a way that we were before the pandemic, but I know it's going to come back soon. So here's what I'm thinking about. Ever traveled to a far-off destination and you met a random Jew in the airport and you felt like you almost knew them? How about going to a new doctor and you find out that the doctor is Jewish and suddenly you feel like you can make casual conversation with them? Or maybe you were in a room filled with Jewish people and you really didn't know them, but you felt like you did. There's a word for that. In Hebrew, it's called kihila. Kihila like the word kahal. Kahal means community. But it's not just community. It's a family type of community. Kihila is the word that we use to describe a community that is so tightly knit that they actually form one entity. I know two Jews, three opinions, but somehow all of our arguing has only made us stronger as a community. So this week I noticed that the Torah selection that we're going to be reading is called Vayakel. So you hear that? Vayakel, Kahal, Kehila. You hear that word. So loosely translated, the word Vayakel means and he gathered. Who gathered? Moshe, Moses. Moses gathered together the children of Israel. But that's pretty loose because there's many Hebrew words that mean gather, like Vayisof. I can't think of any others offhand. But the choice of the word in the Torah is Vayakel, which tells us that it wasn't just any kind of group gathering. It was a community gathering together. A group that gathers together can move apart. It can split up at any time for any given reason. Think of group projects in school or, or a sports team or a choir or, or some kind of group. I remember my friends in yeshiva. They're not bound to each other forever or for any reason. So that kind of gathering, that kind of union is not really complete. But when a kahal, when a group, when this kind of family slash community gathers, every individual is united in a framework that highlights the special bond that each of them share. Every person becomes an important and necessary component in order to complete the unique community that they're part of. So when Moshe gathered the Jews together as a community, they're all really expressing that family energy, that community energy. But why did he gather them? It's very nice. But what was it for? So the Torah continues saying that he gathered them in order to build a mishkan. A mishkan is another fancy Hebrew word. It simply means a fancy structure that's built by humans on planet Earth that could be an inviting home for a god or for God's presence. Much like the future Beth HaMikdash or, or the temple in Jerusalem, this Mishkan, even though it was temporary, it had to travel with the Jews for 40 years in the desert. And it was a place 
where Jews could connect to their creator in a very personal, in a, an experiential way. So let's talk about these Jews. Who were they? These were the Jews that escaped slavery in Egypt, that had seen the great fireworks show at Mount Sinai, that had experienced the giving of the Ten Commandments. And now these Jews, they're ready for the next stage. They're ready for a real connection with God. They're ready for a real connection with the creator, with the force. And this was going to be a connection that they were going to create on their own. So Moshe was asking them to all come together as a community, to pitch in and to build this home for God, this Mishkan. But there's a catch here. The Mishkan was not called the Cohen family sanctuary. It wasn't called the Moses family Mishkan. That's because it wasn't just one wealthy Jew pitching in and building the whole thing. Moshe actually asked every single Jew to pitch in with whatever they had, whatever they were able to contribute. Now, by nature, money is something that we all uh, have a difficult time parting with, or maybe not all of us, but some of us. But this time around, every single Jew excitedly brought their gold and their silver and their wool and their linen and their gems, and they ran with it to Moshe. They were so happy to contribute to the Mishkan. And so it became a truly communal structure, a place that every Jew took part physically in building and even monetarily in building. And then, and then God's presence rested amongst the Jewish people. For the first time in world history, a location existed in this world that a person could connect with the infinite, find miracles of a divine, and know that they are part of this relationship with a higher power, with a God. And that all began with a kahila. That all began with a community. Because when we come together in unity, God's presence will always join us. You know, I'm happy to be back on campus. And so I was on campus the other day, and a student approached me and said, um, hey, Rabbi, you know, you're great. And we love having you around. But I have to tell you, your kids are super annoying. I mean, look, the guy was being realistic. He was being uh, honest. I like honesty. They make so much noise. Okay, fine. That didn't really happen. But my kids are super cute. And if, um, if it had happened, how would you react to such a statement? I mean, if someone loves me, but they don't like my kids, do they really love me? Because my kids are part of me. I think the same is with God. We humans are all God's kids. It's a package deal. If you want a relationship with God, you need to have a relationship with people. And so this is all incredibly practical today. I know that we don't have a Mishkan or we don't have a holy temple today. And our sense of uh, Jewish community could use some help. But that's exactly it. Jewish mysticism and Kabbalah teach us that when we have no physical temple, we're meant to find 
a mishkan within ourselves. Each of us has the ability to create a space within ourself, within which we can connect to our creator, a place where we know we have a relationship with God, with the big boss. Our mind joins the process. Our heart feels the energy. And we become walking, talking vessels for God's presence in this world. But there's a catch. Bayakel, Kihila, a mishkan must be built by a community, by a gathering of people with true unity. You want that connection with God? You want to have a real authentic connection with God, first you have to make sure that you've connected with God's children, with people, with community. And when you feel that love, that burning love for your fellow, then you know that your godly Wi-Fi signal is strong, and then you can make that connection. And it turns out that God doesn't want us to be a religion. God doesn't want us to be a movement. God doesn't want us to be a belief system. The first thing our creator wants from us is to be a community, a kihila, vayakel. So if you're sitting and watching this or listening to this, and you don't know many people, and you feel like you want to, well, maybe reach out and become part of the community. I'd love to hear from you. With that, I wish you a Shabbat Shalom and a Lachayim. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in person. Lots of love, lots of light. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. Have a fantastic day. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four-week course, Kabbalah for Everyone, is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do is go to www.theloverabbi.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you're going to see the download button right there. In this course, I talk about the Kabbalistic secrets to relationships, to wealth, to happiness, and balance. This special offer has been dedicated in loving memory of Ellie Dorfman. I look forward to hearing from you and hope you enjoy the course. Now on to today's episode.